Interior, lobby, night. Spike appears in the lobby and walks by Harmony's desk on his way to Angel's office, straightening her desk. Fine, don't talk to me. What? Whole time we were a thing, you treated me like day-old rat blood. Why should now be any dip just because you've gone all Patrick Swayze? What are you on about? Well, gee, nothing much. Just since you're all soulful now, I thought maybe, just maybe, you might have learned to open up a little. You know, talk? But I guess the leopard can't change his stripes. Spots, you dink. Leopards have spots. Oh, excuse me, Mr. Brainy. Thank you so much for sharing. Wow, what a breakthrough. She's right. She's right. He's he's a dink. He shouldn't... He shouldn't correct her. It's hard because they (laughs) had... They were... In two different relationships at the same time. And they're both, well, he's different now. He's changed, but his treatment of her hasn't really changed. No. Because if he was like a solid, if he was, I don't know, like a detective inspector Jack Robinson type, <laughs> he could say to her, like, I wasn't very nice to you. Yeah. I'm sorry that I wasn't nice to you, but emotionally, I'm not sure that there's anything more for us to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Well, also, it's like, you know, he could be like, uh, the guy I am right now, mm-hmm. I can apologize to you all you want, but you're not going to get closure from that other person. Right. Because it is it, like for the show has told us when you are a vampire mm-hmm. without a soul, you're different than when you have a soul. Yep. Um, But that spike coming back happens in the last shot of the first episode of the first episode. So let's <laughs> roll back the tape. Yeah. That's what um, I was doing. That no? was amazing. Thank you. all That was really good. Um, we are talking about two episodes of Angel today on I'm Tall, Dark, and Broody. I'm one of your co-hosts, Ryan Mogie. I'm the other co-host, Kelly Nugent. And the episodes are called Conviction and Just Rewards. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> the look of fear on my face as I was scrolling <laughs> through my stuff was evident. Um... So how how did you feel coming into season five of this show? I felt cleansed. Me too. Like, it's, let's start fresh. It's only, it's been our normal amount of time between recording episodes. Mm-hmm. But it feels like we had a hiatus. I know. Like, I came in, I was like, ready to go. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the last season of Angel. Yeah. We, you know, we know Spike's on it. Mm-hmm. In fact, the cover of the DVD case has Spike on it, so. Yeah. I guess only people watching this on TBS are going to be surprised. Sure. Or TNT. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm just like excited. There's so much. We're in the home phase. Everything got reset. Yeah. They're running Wolferman Hart right now. Yeah. Like nothing is what it was. Let's get going. Yeah. I seriously, I felt like, I felt so refreshed. Yeah. Like seeing this new place everything's brighter like the Mm -hmm. show feels different and it feels like it rallied and they were like you know what we get what was not working right last season and it like seeing some familiar faces from before Mm -hmm. season four yes and kind of like bringing in these new dynamics which like kind of lighten the show and we're back to monster of the week stuff yes which I honestly missed. And but when we when I finished watching these first two episodes, yeah. I was like, I could keep going. Whereas in season four, I was like, oh, God, at yeah. the end. And like, I was like, I cannot keep watching this show. No. Well, and yeah, I, it is a feeling of like, hey, like discovery. Yes. Like, ooh. Um, and I think that 
it also benefits from so we have cordelia in a coma mm-hmm. but we keep very we talk about that very little so there's and connor with a new family so those two kind of like angsty things but even angel's not carrying those very hard yeah like we don't have usually there's a dark cloud mm-hmm. and there's not really a dark cloud here no it's like we got a clean slate yeah and i like it me too it's like they were like okay like we'll wrap up on the things that need to be wrapped up mm-hmm. which is to just kind of show us that uh you know angel alone like we have that storyline of like why exactly angel's so yes affected by this mm-hmm. guy hiding a virus in his child which but of course he is that, which is weird like i feel like it's weird that everyone's like wow he's really taking this seriously and it's like dude this is a pretty fucked up situation it's fucked for like myriad reasons yes but they're like wow i wonder why this is affecting him and then he like runs away and then eve's like it's because of your son <laughs> okay, eve is a whole nother thing okay i personally don't like eve i don't like her but she's not inspiring as much like vitriol as i thought she might because now i'm just like oh you're just poorly written like i don't really blame eve for what she is i think as long as the show doesn't try to make a right now the show is not trying to make us think she's that cool yeah so it's like fine yeah, she's just like underwritten. Like yeah. she's like, uh, yeah, she's and and the thing is too, she's not as egregiously poorly written as some other characters we've encountered in yeah. the Whedonverse. So I'm not. I just feel like minorly negative about her. What's weird, and I don't. I th- I feel like I've seen this actress and other things. I don't think it's the actress's fault. This part should be Lila, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know why, why Lila's isn't not there. Why isn't it Lila? I guess because I that adds her. too much Wesley angst. But like, yeah, we don't know if she's human. She's like made a whole point of like, um, yeah, Eve is fine. But she doesn't have... And honestly, when we first met Lila, Lila didn't have it either. Right. So it takes a while. It takes a while. So I have hope for her. I think, you know, she's kind of the cold face of the partners. Yeah. Um. There are things in this, in Conviction, that work well mm-hmm. and that work as moments. But then I don't know if the whole episode holds together. Yeah. Like, and I, I'm just jumping right to the end. When we get that speech from the paramilitary guy. Oh, what's yeah. His name? I don't uh, know. Whatever. Guy that Sergeant does wet jerk. work or whatever. Wet work boy. Man. I don't know. <laughs> um, wet work is like, I have conviction, the strongest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. And then Angel's like, well, I have mercy, and then murders him. Yeah. So it's like he's showing he doesn't have mercy. Right. It. I think, like, if someone was in a writer's room and they pitched that scene, I'd be like, cool, put it on the board. Yeah. But then, does it fit with anything else we've seen in the episode? Mm, not, well, I guess, I don't know. Because I'm trying to, like, explain it in my head. How does yeah. it fit? So... I mean, I guess we're seeing that of everybody, mm-hmm. the person that is... Because remember when they were like, the second we do this, like, we're going to get tainted. Yes. Of everybody, Angel is the one who has become the most morally gray. Because he killed a human. Well, I think he he killed, I think, probably more of them because he cracked some neck. Yeah. So but he's like... He is he's like, straight... But he straight up murdered that guy. Yeah. He shot that guy. In the head. Also, okay... I think it's just like the world we're living in right now. But mm-hmm. that scene where they are using guns in a in school, a school I was like, this is a nightmare. This is a nightmare. And he's like, we cleared out this classroom. I was like, did you clear out all the classrooms in the whole yeah. school? Because there's like, these guys have been all over the place. 
Yeah. And I think that the, like, it's one thing to be like, we're going to kill children. Like, that is horrible. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, having it at a school and having no one have compunction about that. I'm like, yeah. no, Wolferman Hart, you have not. Like, I, I guess these guys seemed worse than business as usual. Yeah. Because we have not been presented that Los Angeles is full of times where entire classrooms are wiped out. Also, okay, I was a or little the bit. the entire school. Because they didn't they say, like, a, in a whole, like, a huge radius? Yeah, they were like, no witnesses whatsoever, cleanup crew, this is going to be extremely bloody. So I felt like it was going to be like school and environs. Right, which the LA that we seem to be in, an angel, that would be a noticeable thing. Yeah. You would notice if an entire elementary school was gone. So is that guy, I'm wondering if, because prior to that, mm-hmm. he had been trying to do things and then Angel would be like, no, I don't want to use you. And so yeah. do you think that maybe it's him like, like kind of going crazy i wish that it were i mean if it is then the show should have i feel like showed us that better like one of his underlings should have been like really and then he should have killed that guy yes and then we could have that would make sense also like okay i was confused by so they throw they roll in like some kind of gas tear gas maybe and they're all wearing gas masks Mm -hmm. and angel's fine right Right. obviously but then that guy takes off his mask is he magic i know and i was like so are you telling us he's magic so that we don't feel bad when angel like basically suicides him or i think they're saying that the the gas had dissipated okay or maybe he's so like zealous that he's like pushing through in his head he's like breathe normally it's like when you're trying to hold in a cough during a test He's like, <laughs> you like breathe really slow. You're just like, <laughs> and everyone around you is like, just fucking cough. So I know. Done with this. And you're just like, <laughs> and, and then you talk like, because <laughs> you're trying to hold it in. Yeah, uh, everyone's just like, like just do it. They're like, go outside. I don't care. Yeah, Drink water. Um, <laughs> no one is invested in this except you. Um, yeah, that character, and as a foil to, to Angel is interesting, but mm-hmm. he was dispatched in one episode. Exactly. So it's like, okay, so Angel will just m- murder people if he doesn't like what they do? Yeah. So, th- yeah, I was like, dang. So, okay, so is the show trying to tell us, which I think it is, that, like, Angel is now going towards, like, whatever it takes type of Yeah, I mean, attitude. Angel doesn't even button his shirts anymore. Okay, that was one of my first notes. I was like, please, one more button. Just button one more button. I don't think button. there was a button. If you looked at that yeah, shirt closely, the I think it's the style. And was it sheer? It seemed like, okay, it certainly had a sheen to it. So I yes. was wondering, is it sheer? And then it also had that look of like having those, that stitching on either side of the buttons, yes. which is like rows of stitching, uh-huh. which is like kind of like tuxedo-ish, but not. not. Yeah. And it's like definitely, it's very 2003, yes. like, like going out shirt of a bro. Yes. And he's looking very bro-ish. Yes. His hair. His hair. His thickness. Like, I think he's been lifting. Yeah. Like, he's looking like a bro. Like a... Yeah. A bro. Yeah. No, he looks like he, like, parties at Pacific Beach, like, um, in San Diego. Yes. He drinks Corona. Yeah. And he's, like, constantly wearing flip-flops. <laughs> he's got formal flip-flops. Formal. Everywhere. Yeah. It's like rainbows for night. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then one pair of like r- really shiny shoes. Oh my god! That he wears the like, yeah, like so shiny. So shiny. He, he can see himself in yeah. those shoes. Oh my god! Yes. Um. So yeah. So he's different. This. But we start with like a very typical angel scene. 
Mm-hmm. He's stalking from the rooftops. I feel like the aerial work in these episodes is intense. They when, updated yeah, no, their aerial that, work. Those shots, like, I was like, oh, interesting. Okay. So now that Buffy's over, they're like, we can have a little more money. Yeah. And like, Angel can fly now. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, so oh, my God. He's jumping building to building. He saves this blonde girl. Of course, he saves a little blonde girl. Mm-hmm. And she's like, who are you? And he's like, you don't need to know my name. And then Wolfman Hart shows up. Yeah, and that, I liked that scene. I did too, especially because she was like, "Wait, you did this for publicity?" And yeah. he's like, "No, it's not me." <laughs> and did you notice that that guy, the actor uh, who plays his like little lawyer guy, he's a bone man. He's a bone man. I was like, "Dang, meeting before bones." I know. I wonder if David Boreanaz even remembers. Probably not, because I bet B- Bone Man remembers. He's like, "I remember the well, first the, instance." Well, no, I bet on his IMDb. Like, yeah, that's. I don't think he was a series regular on anything before. No. Bones. So this was like one of his credits. Yeah. And Angel is just saw him as like another <laughs> Angel. lackey guy. Yeah. His Angel. name is Angel. <laughs> uh, David, David B. Angel is just like, uh, uh oh, we had lines? Oh, me. <laughs> um, but um, I, I liked that scene too. And it's yeah. kind of like, it's t- the show is telling you this is how we've changed. Yes. Changed in a huge way. Yeah. And this is going to be the thing that Angel's going to be battling against probably throughout the whole season. Yes. And it, there are some good analogs of it. I feel like Angel, less than Buffy does. Like, Buffy, sometimes the analogs are, like, very clear what they're trying to say. But there is a thing of, like, when you're good at your job, you can get promoted to a place where you don't get to do the job that you were good at doing. Mm-hmm. That got. So I feel like there's a little bit of that happening with him running Wolfram and Hart. Because yeah. when he was man on the street, he could get certain things done much more efficiently and effectively mm-hmm. than he can now, even though he has so much more power now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and we see that in this scene, we see that when he's like, all right, I'm going to go do this thing. And then the mm-hmm. like wet work dudes come up and they're like, we heard you wanted to do this. And he's like, how'd you know? And they're like, well, we're going to take care of that. Um, I also thought it was cute when Angel's running around looking at all of his cars. Yeah. And he's he so likes excited. them. Well, he deserves happiness. And so few things actually make him happy. So, like, (laughs) seeing him kind of, like, running around and looking. And then also, like, once Spike shows up, he's not happy anymore. No. Because he's like, I don't like you. (laughs) He's like, you're here and I (laughs) do not like you. You are an irritant. I I think he's he's been chewing on Spike has a soul since he found out. And he, and once, I mean, does he know Spike died? Yeah, because he's been talking to Buffy. That's right. So he's probably like, oh, well, thank God that's just gone. Well, and I think he has in his mind because, you know, and maybe I'm coming at this ship side, but he has in his mind like Buffy has like one OTP vamp mm-hmm. and it's me mm-hmm. and my OTP vamp uh, competition is gone forever. Mm-hmm. So I think it's also like annoying that his like fantasy that he doesn't even like think about that much mm-hmm. is now just like screwed up. Yeah. And I think so. He's like relieved that the that the competition's gone. Yes, but he also is, I think, a little annoyed that like Spike got to go out with a bang and he saved all, Buffy and all of the people she loved. Yeah, and like <laughs> and the world, and, and it's the end. Period for him. Yep. Like he can't fuck up after this. Nope. So he's just like, <sighs> I'm sure he thinks about him like when he's washing his face. Yeah, he like stops and he's like, oh. <laughs> or even when he's on the phone with Buffy. Oh my god. And she's she's like I can't believe. <laughs> he was just so noble in that moment, Angel, you'll never believe it. I know. And he's just like I don't believe it. <laughs> he's just like, yeah. Anyway, it's so good that I brought that uh 
thing to you, right? Yeah, like an all amulet. that couldn't have happened without me bringing the amulet, so that was cool. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but even, but yeah, so he's ha- he gets some happy. Um, oh my god, Fred's arc in this episode. You know, I do have affection for Fred, and I think that's why I sometimes give her a hard time. Mm-hmm. But let's let's talk about some things she does in this episode. She yells at all her coworkers and says, "If we die, it's going to be your fault." Yeah. Even though they've worked around the clock. And then she goes upstairs and flips some papers around. And she says, if we die, you deserve it. Yeah. Like that's. And then, yeah, she flips paper. I'm like, then what are you doing? Exactly. It's not like she goes upstairs and is working. I mean, I guess she's working. But like, we don't see her diving into this problem either. We just see her stomp upstairs and then flip some papers. She's being fucking Michael Scott right now. She's she's just so horrible. She's just like stomping around, screaming at everybody, and then goes up into her transparent office where everyone can see that she's not fucking working. And do you know how many times like things were in big danger and she was trying to solve the problem and she hadn't solved it yet? Mm -hmm. All the time. You know what happens until you solve the problem? You're trying. Yeah. That's what everyone's doing. And everyone's literally, like they're all so tired. They're all trying. They're all doing their best. Even Noxie. Yeah, even Noxie. Okay. Okay. Did nobody say that out loud? before <laughs> wait what is what would it be it sounds like nazi it really does <laughs> okay Shit. maybe it only sounded that way to me but when i was like nazi because i could see like when you're writing it because you're like oh you want to give him like a cute yeah the whole thing but i can't imagine if i had a friend named nox that i would call him nazi well it's foreshadowing for when he becomes a nazi later oh that's true at the end of the season he's the big bad he's, <laughs> he's a nazi, a nazi. <laughs> somebody who's one nazi is the big bad this time <laughs> oh my god um, okay also, there's there. I have a. I did enjoy these episodes. Yeah, my notes are mostly like my what the my what yeah. the fuck moment. Yeah. Oh, uh, one of them is what kind of teacher mm-hmm. when a kid is walking into class, an elementary class, which is all day. Kid is walking into class, hand him and no one else a bad grade, and is like, I got to talk to you after class. So the kid I know. can sit there all day and just think about the grade. Yeah, you. Hello, what you do is you wait until the kids are shuffling out and you're like, oh, can I see you for a second? Yep. Or you write it on the on the paper mm-hmm. so that see no me. one has to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See me after class or let's talk or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think you write see me. But like then no one else in the room has to know. Mm-hmm. Instead, you announce to the entire class. You handed it to him when you're not handing things to anyone else. Yep. That teacher was horrible. And then later the teacher's like, do you want to go sit in the corner? You know, sit in the corner. He's too old. Like, I don't, one, I don't think you should do that to anyone. No, sitting in the corner is really bad. Um, Also, like, it felt like a dunce cap. Like, I was like, yes, this is horrible. And then it was one of the things that, like, is this being written by people who went to school, elementary school in, like, the 1942s where you could, like, abuse kids and it was okay? Seriously. Go sit in the corner? No, horrible. No. Yeah. Like, and maybe when I when someone says sit in the corner, I'm just picturing that they have to face the corner. That's what I think you have to do. Because if you're in the corner, what's the point? If yeah. you're not facing the corner. Because then you're just looking at everybody and you can still cause a disturbance. Yeah. I think I did once. I think I have in my life. I don't think it was like a normal thing, but I think at least one time in my life I was punished by standing in the corner. It sucks. Yeah, it does suck. I you can't for see sure anything. was. Yeah. Cause I was really disruptive in class. Because I like to talk. I like to talk too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's the thing. If you made it a discussion thing, I would talk to you, teacher. Yeah, I just, that's the thing. It's just pontificating. I don't know. It's almost like we grew up and then we would record ourselves talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just a lot of practice before, <laughs> beforehand. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so the uh, here's my question. For that envelope? Yes. Um, whose handwriting is that? I don't know. 
I was like, is it Buffy? Who sent that to them? We don't know. So just like the powers. Oh, Probably. right. Because it supposedly got destroyed. So someone had to go into the Hellmouth and grab that thing. Depending on. Or yeah. just summon it or something. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we don't know. It does never return to dress. Um, yeah, it's just with big chunky handwriting. Yes. He's got a whole lot of things on his desk. And he has a new assistant. Mm-hmm. Um, and his new assistant. I liked the little phone gag. Like the humor in this episode is pretty solid. Yeah, it's pretty good. And I liked I liked seeing Harmony again. Mm-hmm. And I like her uh chemistry with uh everyone, really. Yeah. It's really good. And what and <laughs> and Wes picked her out. Yeah, I love that. Um uh I don't love that Fred pins a poster to her wall. Yeah. Is this a dorm room, Fred? I know. What? That is a little weird. Why? And it's not even like a work or science yeah. themed. It's a Dixie Chicks poster. And I think that's supposed to be the joke. That but, she, but she's like worked in offices before. Like academic offices. Maybe she put up posters. Dixie Chicks? Like, I feel like I've been to a lot. One, pinning it is very tacky. It is tacky. I mean, use that like 3M yeah. gum if you're going to do that. Yeah. Or the like, yeah. Because you can just peel it right off. Yeah. But like if, or get a frame because you're an adult woman. That's the thing. Or put it on foam core. Yeah. If you're like trying to be cheap. Yeah. But that's, I think that's the issue, right? Because I've seen in people's offices, they'll have stuff that they're fans of. Yes. But it's like, it's done with intent rather than just like sloppy. Yeah. It's like, blah, just put up and you're like, oh, okay. Well, and it was rolled up. So, you know, it's not even going to lay flat on that wall. I feel like those pins are just going to pop right out. Pop, pop, Oh, Fred. (laughs) Um... So everyone's moving into their offices. Gunn is in a great mood. Yeah. He's excited about his new office. He's He does turn insecure really quickly. Yeah. But he's very happy about his office. He picks out an office for himself. Mm-hmm. He picks out one for Wes. <laughs> They're That's both cute. on the first floor. Yeah. Um, or on the... Like, lobby floor. The lobby floor. Um, and then he gets an offer mm-hmm. to upgrade. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't really tell anyone about it. No. He's like, it's a tailor. <laughs> and every, and <laughs> so creepy. And like, Wes is like, that sounds fake, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wes is like, uh, I guess I'll wait till the third act to find out what this is. <laughs> so he goes into this creepy fucking office. Oh my God. And they're doing things to his brain. Yeah. And he's sweaty. He's sweaty. And they're giving it's him gross. water out of like one of those thermoses that you know tastes like the thermos. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's also very clear. It's like, it's fun because it's so trope mm-hmm. that room. And then the lawyer's office looks like a lawyer's office mm-hmm. and everything else like looks like what it is. And then you cut to this. Yeah. This yeah. Dungeon of whatever. Um, speaking of dungeons, what do we think about Spanky? Oh, my God. I was just like, the thing I thought the most was that I didn't like Angel saying, I don't have a problem spanking men while throwing them across the room. Because of two reasons. Okay, one. One, that guy didn't even hear you say that because he's out. Two, <laughs> you didn't spank him. You just, like, threw him. Well, he's... He meant, like, owning. There's other means of spanking. Yeah. It's the... But I do think it would be funny if he had, like, broken his neck and then spanked his butt. <laughs> <laughs> like, as he's falling, like, pop! And then just let him fall. That's so funny. <laughs> I would have loved that. Here's what... You know what I didn't like the most? How sweaty he was. I didn't like, and then I was also like, is it sweat? Is it oils? Yeah. Because you would oil him up. I also felt like, and this, it's television, so totally valid. But 
the whoever whatever set dre- dresser dressed the wall of spanking implements they it was not beautiful it was they were all clumsy kinds, it was clumsy and yeah. some of them were felt really redundant yeah like it was like come on if you had one of those why would you have that one exactly and it didn't even look good like how it was how they how they were put up together yeah. You know what? It, and it kind of felt like kink shaming too, like because it was like, look at this is the joke. Yes, it was like goofy, and it's yeah. like mm, maybe, but like also, yeah, it didn't feel. You know what? Like no self-respecting spanker, yeah, would be happy with that wall. No, it's embarrassing. It felt this is a pre Fifty Shades world. That's <laughs> ah, true. There's no red rooms of pain. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, yeah, I. I felt like kind of embarrassed. Like if I had written this episode, I would be embarrassed at that scene. Yes, me too. Like, I would be like, like today, I'd be like, oh my god, like can we just fast forward this scene? Like this is really oh embarrassing. God. And like that, that wasn't what I meant. Because yeah. I think the fact that he's called Spanky, and then it turns out that what he is, what is a dom male dominatrix? Because isn't that is it just a dom? All right, he's a dom, whatever, or like a daddy, a dom for hire. Yeah, he's basically a dom for hire. Okay, so he's a dom for hire. So like that twist or turn is interesting like fine Mm -hmm. that wall is unnecessary because all you would need probably are like four spanking implements right oh i just thought something we have to talk about later (laughs) related to miss fisher but this is not a miss fisher podcast oh my god (laughs) um uh but yeah i feel like you don't need and maybe you need 20 implements but they should all look they should look like you're a professional dom for hire this looks like you went to a not even a good uh, like sex store. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is like party city. You went to the <laughs> the sexy party city. Yeah, which is maybe yeah. what they did. I probably yeah. Or they went to the props room and they were like, "What could you spank spank someone with?" Oh, yeah. it's a ping pong paddle. Mm-hmm. Like they look. That's what they look like. It was like very yeah. I feel like yeah. I feel like they could have. It just it, the that wall could have looked more intentional, and it didn't. Yes, it was just like slapdash and like uh, here's some like stuff on the wall. I think if I went in to a dom for hire and i saw that wall i would be like thank you for your time mm-hmm. um i think i'm confused yeah i gotta go yeah or like um i'd be like do you have like a group on because <laughs> i'm not paying full price for ah! this room <laughs> i'm sorry sir are you getting a very negative yelp review <laughs> this is two stars yeah from the minute i walked in i knew this place was not for me um, um, I stuck it out because, as you know, I am a sub. <laughs> <laughs> and he said I had to stay, so I did. <laughs> what else was I going to do? Um, um, okay, so we see way too much. Well, I don't know if I was going to say too much, but David Brianna's shirt does not button. No. It's just, and it slides around so much. Yeah, the, it is the, not made of cotton. No, it, it's not. And it's the kind of shirt that, like, makes you sweaty when you put it on. You yes. know what I mean? It's like He you, has, like, definitely, if you touched his back under the shirt, it's wet. Ew, yes, 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 yes. It yes. might even be wet if you touch the shirt. Yeah, I think the shirt's wet. Yeah, and it's not, like, a wicking material. No. It's, like, the kind of shirt that, like, it sticks to you It does much. not breathe. No, 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 no. That shirt probably smells terrible. Like, he has to pull it away from his chest and shake it. Yeah, and it, shake like, it, yes. In order to get some airflow. Because otherwise it's not happening. Uh-uh. Um, also, okay, so... So the main issue in the first episode mm-hmm. is that so they're weeding through all the clients. And they're trying to figure out like who's like the most evil. But then at the same time, they're having an issue with this client. Yeah. And this client comes in and he's, first of all, terrible. He's human trafficking. That's what he does. He's yeah. human. Mm-hmm. 
So that kind of, I mean, I guess later we find out that doesn't really mean anything to Angel. Yeah. But he's human. And then um, they're like, okay, uh, we have to and have a meeting. Yeah. And he's having a, tr- he's in the middle of his trial and it's not going well. No. The uh, defense is like, uh, oh, I'm a little confused about how this episode ends. Okay. So the defense is trying all sorts of things. It's not working. Yes. The jury is like pretty decided. Well, yeah, there's lots of evidence because he's guilty. He's super guilty. But that's not the point, he says. He's also just like... Well, it's not the point to him. Right. But it is the point to, like, the justice system. Yeah. And to, like, the, you know, the morals of uh, the Angel crew. Yes. So Angel is like... And and so at first he's like, why should I care? Well, yeah, Angel's first like, good. Sounds like justice is about to be served. Mm -hmm. See you never. And Mm -hmm. he's like, well, you don't... uh, The bad guy is like, well, you don't want me to lose this case. Because if I do, a bomb will go off. One word for me. Yeah. He's like, I say the magic word and a bomb goes off. And the only people left are the undead. And Harmony's <laughs> like, okay, cool. <laughs> and then she realizes like, oh, right. Okay. Uh, Angel's my boss. So she's like, oh, oops. <laughs> um, so they're like, okay, we got to figure out like where, what what's the, the bomb? Talking about? And it turns out Spanky is the one who built the container for the bomb. Right. Because he's also like a mystical guy. Yes. So his like day job is no, no, spanking, wait. or okay. and then his like or like his like real world job or like normal person job yes. is spanking. His like mystical person job, yeah, and his criminal job, criminal job is like creating vessel magical vessels. Mm-hmm. And so he has set it up that all uh, Connor Fries has to do. Mm-hmm. It's not Connor. What's his serious name? I don't know. Fry, Mister Fries, because the son's Matthew. I wrote mm-hmm. that down. Uh, all Mr. Fries has to do, Colin Fries? No. I think Casper his first name's Fries. Mr. <laughs> oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Uh, Mr. Fries just has to say, uh, a word. Mm-hmm. And then, boom, bomb. But we don't, first we don't know what the bomb is, but then it turns out we find out the bomb is a virus. Yeah. It's like a highly contagious, deadly virus. Um, and we then find out that the vessel holding it is his son little matthew little matthew who's been being berated at school yeah for being a bad kid even though maybe he's a bad kid because you treat him like shit yeah also like he seems pretty okay for how terrible his dad is yeah it was cute that his dad doesn't let him read punisher (laughs) yeah that is cute (laughs) his dad will like set him up to die yeah uh but he won't let him read punisher um so yeah so it's not looking good yeah, and they're like, well, why can't we just kill the guy? And then he can't say the magic word. And they're like, well, that might trigger, trigger it. it. Yeah. So then here's my question. So I know that, like, we kind of hypothesize that maybe the Wetworks guys are just, like, freaking out. And this is why they go, like, zero to 60. Mm-hmm. But, like, how do they know that killing the little boy isn't going to cause the virus, too? Well, they're going to kill and contain. I see. So, so they're like, going to, like, the- throw a sheet over him or something. Yeah. Like, I do think something. that's the idea. It's I like see. they are going to maybe detonate the bomb, but it okay. doesn't matter if they're containing it at the same time. I see. I think okay. that's why they say the radius and all that stuff. <gasps> that's right. Because okay. they're going to stop the contagion from spreading. Right. Kill all the living things within there. And yes. they have their gas masks. Exactly. So I think that's the idea. Oh, but it's spread through touch, too. That's what they said. Yeah, but I think the idea is that they're going to, like, uh, burn the ground. Right. Raise, Raise it. So. Okay. Which is a solution. Sure. It but it work. is a overcorrection. Yeah. And certainly not how Angel works because he doesn't like to kill people that much and he definitely doesn't kill children. Yeah. Like 
He yeah. doesn't, I should say innocence. Yes. He, we've never seen him murder an innocent. Right. Um, he wouldn't even murder that one guy who then turned out to be not innocent. Yeah. Um, anyway, Billy or whatever. Billy. Billy was bad. Well, so, and that was back when he was like, I don't kill humans. But we see now that oh my he, God. he definitely kills, does. Yeah, he has no problem. No compunctions. None. So his plan, Angel's plan, is to uh, take the child away and mm-hmm. put him in quarantine until they can figure out, like, yes, what exactly. the deal is. Which is kind of a fine plan. It's fine. And it's Wolfram fine. and Hart has great, like, facilities. Yeah. So it seems like that would work fine. Yeah. So he finds out from Harmony. Oh, my gosh. From gossip. Yeah. <laughs> that the Wet Works guys are going to this school to try yes. and just, like, take everyone out. And he... So he uses his helicopter yes, to get and he there before. Beats them. Which is great. Good for oh, him. Oh, it's great. And then they all shoot at him and you're like, do they forget? I mean, I guess it does slow him down if you yeah. hit him a lot, but it's like, get some stakes. I know. Although that one guy had a wooden knife. That was cool. Yeah, he did. That was I was cool. like, that's cool. They should all maybe use that first. Except not just try to like open a huge thing of uh, holy water. <laughs> what? <laughs> just like a canteen of holy water. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, but while that is going on mm-hmm. during this climax, Gunn shows up. Yeah, right during de- uh, right before deliberations, mm-hmm. and he shows up in a suit. Yeah, he's looking taller. Yeah, and the suit fits well. Yeah, he looks good. He looks great. Um, I mean, he is a, always attractive, but this is like a new look for him. That's like fun to see because he's walking. You know, he's wearing confidence. He has a veil of confidence. On every nook and cranny. Yeah. He looks great. He looks great. He's ready to go. He stomps he right in. in. He comes in. He goes to the defense lawyer. He leans over and it's like, hey, I got this from here. Butt face. <laughs> <laughs> and he throws down like a cube of a book. Well, because he has to explain to the to the judge mm-hmm. that if she has business interests mm-hmm. related to the defendant, she can't ju- she can't be the judge. Yep. And you have to have a huge book to prove that. Mm-hmm. Even though that seems like something you might learn. What, like third day of law school? Also, yes. You could also <laughs> just come in with like a printout of that specific statute. Or sure, ruling. or an iPad. I guess this is... You, oh, sorry, yeah, sorry, pre-iPad. Sorry, pre-iPad. But so you could just come, come in with like a printout of that case. Mm-hmm. You probably don't need to bring the, the entire, entire case book. book. <laughs> um, but, you know, to each his own. To each his own. But it's more d- dramatic. And he's going for drama. Yes. Also, and again, this is TV. Of course they don't. But my understanding... Is that if you're trying to get a mistrial, probably the first thing that you would that that judge would do is get the jury out of the room. Yeah, because certainly, what if she says, "Never mind, there's no mistrial." Now the jury has heard all of this. Is she just going to instruct them to pretend like they didn't hear? Well, that's it? what happens a lot of times in cases where it's like uh, you introduce evidence, uh-huh. and let's say it's like very damning evidence, yeah. and then later, like let's say another one of the sides, um moves to strike that evidence right and then so the judge will instruct the jury just to, to pretend it. they don't know about it like we're not going to take that into consideration and the thing is you can't you can't you can't and especially if it's something really inflammatory like yep. maybe if it's pictures of mm-hmm. like a crime or something totally. that's like totally for good reason mm-hmm. supposed to be left out so yeah for that i was like also when he's like i don't think that we want the jury knowing about this it's like Dude, they could hear you. Like you can hear pretty quiet talking. In oh, a but he's doing that courtroom. on purpose. Oh yeah, because he's like, I don't think we want them to hear it. But guess what? They already did. Yeah. Oh, oops. Ha ha. ha. Um, um, but no, he he does some lawyer tricks mm-hmm. to essentially make it so that 
she not only has an interest in one of the holding companies, but she is now a majority shareholder in that holding company because he downsizes. Mm -hmm. Whatever. He does some financial trickery. He's really into using money Mm -hmm. to be how he destroys people. Well, he's a lawyer now. He's a, I guess. Um, (laughs) I still like him. I do too. Uh, But yeah, so he figures it out and shuts it down. Mm -hmm. What's his face gets off. Yeah. So Mr. I, Fries. Had, I had some questions about this because I don't really remember how this resolved. So he just goes free. Yep. That's and it. he gets the kid back. But they use magic to make it so the kid can't be a vessel for for viruses anymore. They undo the vessel. But yeah, no, Mr. Fries lives in his house. Matthew lives there. That's and he just dad. continues to human traffic. He continues to human. Oh, did they? I think they said something about they're trying to shut down the human trafficking from the other side. But mm. there, he's not. Okay. No. Or I might be thinking of an episode of Miss Fisher. Um, one of they uh did like a an inverse of one of my favorite, my least favorite tropes in a line in this, and I really liked it. What was it? I liked when Angel said to Eve, "You're not cute when I'm angry." Yeah, I like that too. Because <laughs> that's so that rings so much more true to me than uh, "You're cute when you're angry." Yeah, because one. That's so condescending. To it's so someone. condescending. And it's always said from a guy to a woman. Yeah. But you're not cute when I'm angry is funny to me. It's very funny. Um, hold on. I'm trying to see what exactly happens. I'm pulling up the wiki for this. Okay, cool. We got to know. Um, but yeah. Are, so are we just distracted? Okay. Well, they do a whole thing. I mean, it's not a happy ending. Yeah. No one feels good about it at the end. Ex- yeah. They're all like, so Matthew just is going to go home and live with him. And they're all just like, oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So they saved the city from um, the horrible virus, but they didn't. They saved everyone from a pandemic, but there are still people being trafficked. And Wolfram and Hart is protecting them. Right. That's right. So, yeah, uh, they're all like, are we really doing good? Because this sucks. Oh, yeah. Fred is like, should we really feel good about anything we do ever? Because this is pretty horrible. And then Angel's like, yeah, we're fine. And then he's like, all we can do is what we can do. Hey, yeah. look, I got this one thing. It says my name on it. I'm going to open it and dump it on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Which it could have been anything. I know. What if it was like really fragile? Yeah. It would be. I mean, it was. It's it was. It was an amulet. So he opens it. The amulet drops to the ground. And then something strange happens. It like starts lighting up. Yeah. And spinning around. Uh-huh. And then someone like goes through like a reverse of being fried to death. Yeah. They unfry. Yeah. They defry. And it's. And they defry all their clothes. Yeah. Which. Interesting. Interesting. Fine. I guess. I guess. And Um, it's our boy Spike. It's our boy Spike. Who hasn't been on this show since I think season one. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. When he came to. Take that ring. Take that ring. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so much has changed. Yeah. Nothing has changed. Um, And Harmony (laughs) calls him Blondie Bear. Also, like, here's the thing. I do always feel bad for Harmony in the Spike Harmony thing because he treated her like shit. Mm-hmm. And even though she, like, started reading some self-help books and, yeah. like, is like, you can't push me around anymore, Spike. She still, like, is trying to talk to him. And, like, it's, yeah. it is, I don't know. It, it is a little sad. Oh, it's, she's pathetic with him. Yeah. It's very sad. Yeah. Um, And then it's also sad for her when she finds out that he did date Buffy because, remember, she would, like, dress up. They would yeah, he made her dress play. up. Yeah, he was a horrible, horrible boyfriend to her. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that that is in the past. Me too. Um, but we get to start Just Rewards 
mm-hmm. with a little flashback to Buffy season seven. Yeah. Um, though they cut the I love you line. They did. <laughs> they did. And it just seemed a lot less impactful seeing it again. Oh, I was still like. Well, knowing that he's alive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's less sad that he isn't. But he's yeah. still sacrificing himself. He At the moment, he did not know yeah. that he would come back. And he's mad that he came back. Yeah. He, he's like, I was done. Yeah. And he even says to Angel, he's like, I'm not like you. Like, I don't care about like, I'm not going to, you know, like live my life as this like champion that just no. keeps trying forever and ever. Like, I was done. I was done. Um, And then he's like, by the way, where's Buffy? Mm-hmm. And Angel's like, Europe, don't worry about it. He's like, don't. Yeah. He's like, you don't matter to her. And I guess I kind of don't right now either. Uh, She doesn't. Yeah. She doesn't have a number one. But like if she had to rank. <laughs> And then also, I love like all the stuff coming out about Spike that you can tell Angel's been stewing over, and everyone's like, "How come you didn't tell us this?" And he's like, "It doesn't matter. Don't worry about it." But he's like, "I have a soul," and they're like, "Wait, what, Angel? (laughs) You didn't tell us that there's another vampire with a soul?" And he's like, "I just, you know, I didn't think it mattered." (laughs) Um, and then, uh, eventually, as always happens, tempers rise. Mm -hmm. Spike tries to bum rush Angel. And walks right through him. Yep. And ends up in a desk. Mm-hmm. So it turns out Spike is a ghost. Yeah. A vampire ghost. Yeah, which is it, rare. Yeah. So at first they're like very confused. And then they find out he has a soul. And they're like, oh, maybe this like kind of makes a little bit more sense yeah. as to like why he is an almost ghost. Yes. But he sometimes disappears. Yes. And he seems to be tied to the amulet, which is tied to Wolfram and Hart. Yeah. So he can't leave LA. He keeps trying to leave because he's like, right. fuck this. I don't want to be here. Right. Tries to leave. Can't. Um, so he decides, <laughs> taking cue from a throwaway statement Angel makes where he's like, yeah, you're just going to haunt me for the rest of eternity. And he's yeah. like, you know what? Great idea. Cool. Done. I can do this. I can annoy the shit out of you. Fine. Fine. So he does, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> uh, and- well, and to be fair, as much as they annoy each other and hate each other, Angel is one of the few people that Spike has known for that long in his life. Mm-hmm. Like, his mom's gone. Yeah. Buffy's not in his life right now. Drusilla's not talking to him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, this is what... This is one of the only people left. And they can really be themselves around each other because mm-hmm. they already know each other so well. And yeah. they have this rhythm that they fall into. So I do like seeing Angel have to deal with Spike. Yes, there. It's it's a it's almost a sibling thing mm-hmm, for but sure. Like estranged siblings, they don't get along. They don't get along, and they their parents are both dead. So like, there's no reason for them to exactly anymore. Exactly. So I like having them have to be tied together through mystical forces. <laughs> um. So they get this news that like there's this necromancer. Yes. Uh, that is not pleased because Angel's been you know making cutbacks and he yeah. shut down. It kind of seems like without realizing it yeah. that he shut down the what is it the I can't something in, internment excavation yeah, department right essentially grave robbers yeah he's like no we're not gra- robbing graves right. wow and the guy's like okay well we supply bodies to this like super powerful necromancer and so yeah so w- Angel's like okay here's the deal you were gonna go tell that necromancer what's up and just let him know we're not gonna supply him anymore <laughs> and so the guy goes and when he comes back. He comes back as chum mm-hmm. in three buckets, which honestly, how did they get down to that many buckets? I was shocked. But you know how like when you put like a bunch of greens in a smoothie and then you blend it, it's way oh, smaller. True. It's way smaller. So maybe, maybe that's that. 
And maybe they, like, maybe um, his bones were, like, swooped out first. Maybe. So maybe it was just flesh. Because who knows? He could use that for something. Because if you take someone's bones out, like, they get way smaller. It's true. Because they could just be, like, compacted. Yeah. Um. So, so Angel's like, ah, okay. I guess I probably should deal with this myself. <laughs> Figure out what's up. But also... I feel like everyone made the connection before he did that he is a dead body and that necromancers can physically control dead bodies. Yeah, he's a little slow on that uptick. <laughs> but I also like now that because, like, I feel like this is almost, it. I mean, it certainly isn't because we see that uh, Gunn has gotten, like, new knowledge on the law. Yeah. But it also, like, that has given him confidence to pitch ideas for things that, like, I feel like he could have come to that conclusion, but never had the c- courage to be like, hey, I have an idea. Yes. So he, I like that. It's like a dancing shoes type of thing. Yes. He's very, yeah, he has that confidence gives him, he has a lot more confidence. Yeah. So I like his new role as, like, ideas guy. Yes. And that he has an expertise that he feels good that he can lend. Because mm-hmm. even when his expertise was, like, enforcement, mm-hmm. he was never better f- at fighting than Angel. Yeah, exactly. But this is something that of the five of them, he's the only one who can say this. Right. And I honestly, he might be the smartest lawyer at Wolfram and Hart, to be honest, because they like yeah. piped stuff into his head. Yeah. We haven't met anyone smarter. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember what the B storyline of this episode is. Mm. Is it just Spike's back plus Necromancer guy? Like, yeah. is anything happening with Wes right now? Or Fred? Uh, mm, no. She's already put up that stupid poster. Yeah, that was in the first episode. Let oh, me... she's wearing cute hair. Her hair looks great. Her makeup, her outfits, she looks great. Yeah, she's. I think she's gone through a little upgrade. Yeah, I think so too. Um, they just but, had her talk to a stylist. Well, yeah, or the character like now that she works at Wolfram and Hart has money and yeah, got her hair like she got an actual haircut. Yep. Um. Oh, <laughs> uh, when I mean Angel and Spike argue everywhere, but at one point they're arguing in the lobby. And a demon comes in. Oh, my God. And Spikes clocks the demon and is like, oh, look, there's a demon. And so Angel, like, I don't know if he kills him. He kills it. He kills him. He fights him hard and then kills him. And then it turns out that he that, that guy was there for negotiations. Yeah. To stop eating babies. Yeah. And but I love that uh, Gunn is completely unaffected. He's, he's yeah. just like, oh, uh, yeah, that was like he was here for a meeting. But actually... Their uh, clan really respects um, a leader that just, like, makes a strong stance. So this will actually be good. Yeah. I love it. Um, Yeah. I think, honestly, it's all, like, Spike and Angel. Yeah. It's, like, Spike and Angel, um, uh, like, hanging out with each other. Yeah. And also the Necromancer. And I think that basically, like, the only thing we see of Fred and um, Wes is, like, they say like hey we've been doing some research and like it seems like he's stuck here and the only way to fix things mm-hmm. is to get rid of him like yeah. have him move on mm-hmm. so angel's like mm, i want to sleep on it because that is a big step yes kill forever especially because they're talking about it without involving spike yeah exactly spike is not aware of any of this <laughs> right i mean he is we know find out later he is. He's listening. He's listening because he's a little wooby. He likes to sneak around. And I know. Um, but yeah, so that is. And so Angel now has to sleep on it. And then Spike comes over and is like, hey, I heard what you were talking about. Fuck that. Yeah. How, how could you do that to me? I could have turned on you with the necromancer and I didn't. Yeah, because the necromancer. So 
Angel and Spike go to the necromancer. Um, the necromancer at first is like, okay, Butler, kill them. Okay, but very first, he goes into the parlor. Dude, that was creepy. That was so creepy. Where a bunch of dead bodies are posed like they're at a cocktail party. Yeah. And it's a showroom, basically, for demons that want a human vessel to come in and look to pick a body. Oh. And we see what the necromancer Mm -hmm. is doing, which is basically taking demons and putting them into human bodies. Which is kind of cool. It is pretty cool. And it's something that we didn't know happened. Yeah. Um, Did we see that they could still do demon-y things? Not really. Like, her eyes flashed. Oh, that's right. But I didn't, I, we didn't, re- I mean, she's disposed of instantly. Yeah, that's true. So, like, we see a moment where the necromancer is transferring this, like, uh, demon into this lady's body. Yeah. And the demon's, like, basically saying, like, yeah, you know what? I just went for a pretty one. I was going to yeah. pick something, but I just chose pretty. Gets him into the body. And this is the way he does it. He cuts the shirt. In the mm-hmm. middle, so that the little tummy's showing, and then mm-hmm. he puts the hand in the tummy. In the tummy. In, like, like, Kalima style. Yeah, not through the belly button, even. No, just the tongue. Oh, yeah. And, like, just jams his hand in there, and then, like, puts his other hand out towards the demon, and then, it, like, he becomes the conduit, and the yeah. demon goes through, and then in. Um, Which, the CGI this season has stepped up, too. Oof. It looks great. It looked great. It looked really good. It looked really good. So the butler, co- so the butler comes in. And he's like, "You've got some people from Wolf- Wolfram and Hart," and he's like, "Kill them." The butler like comes back with these two butcher knives and like it's like. <laughs> but I actually thought this was funny too. Mm-hmm. Angel grabs a little teaspoon, yep. and just throws it at the guy right in his forehead. Hits him in the forehead, and Spike goes, "A spoon." <laughs> I loved that. It was really good. I loved that. Um, but they they fight the butler man. Mm-hmm. He dies. He dies. Uh, Angel doesn't defeat the necromancer. No, he comes in and he's like, "Oh, he he financially defeats him." Right. He says, well, "We've cut we've cut you off financially. Your this house will be repossessed." Like, yeah, like we're crippling you financially. We don't have to kill you. Yeah, and the necromancer like grabs like he shows like I can physically control your body, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "No, I'm not going to do anything." Um. The powers that be think you're too important. And Angel's like, all right, whatever. And he leaves and he and Spike are arguing and Spike does another like bloop and he goes away. Mm-hmm. And Angel's like, whatever. And just leaves. Yep. <laughs> um, And then Spike gets blooped over to the necromancer. Mm-hmm. And the necromancer's like, hey, I can give you a body if you do what I say. Yes. And then we cut to, uh, uh, oh, right. Spike like, is standing over Angel's bed. While he's sleeping. While he's sleeping. And Angel's like, that's what I do. I know. He's like, that's my move. Did you draw anything of me? Let me see the pictures. <laughs> and Spike's like, no, I didn't draw anything. <laughs> I'm not a freak. That's such a weirdo. Do you think Angel's ever drawn Spike? I'm sure. When they were all like running around together, I'm sure he did. Mm-hmm. I, Because I think Spike would like pretend he was asleep, but he would then like pose yeah and also he would open his eyes so little where it looks like he's still sleeping but mm-hmm. he can see he'd watch through his eyelashes like mm-hmm. i'm doing you right now mm-hmm. i'm not I'm doing, doing it very well i'm doing it right now too <laughs> but now it's like so hard for me to say i can't really tell what your eyes are doing <laughs> oh we're geniuses we're geniuses um so spike's like oh i could have turned on you i didn't turn on you and you're talking about trying to get rid of me that's messed up and then angel's like all right let's go 
to the let's go to the graveyard together. Right. Because he, he's like, you know what? I need you to. The show is doing that thing that Weed and Verse shows love to do, which is to be like, there's a plan, an audience. You don't know what it is yet. Yes. And it's going to seem like something, but it's something else. Yeah. But if you had just seen the plan, you would have known the whole time. So we had to. So we'll say, I got a plan. Cut yeah, to. Cut to. And so they're in the graveyard and the necromancer is there. Necromancer takes control of Angel. It seems like Spike has betrayed Angel. Then turns out Spike takes over Necromancer's body. Mm-hmm. Because the necromancer has this plan. Okay. He's like... <laughs> I'm not saying it that excited because I just was like, all right. Yeah. No. You're tricking me, show. Yeah. No, because the whole me. time I was like, this is fake. Which is the thing the show loves to do. Yes. But So the necromancer's like, okay, here's my plan. <laughs> He's like, this is the plan that I think I have with Spike. He's like, I'm going to put Spike in Angel's body, mm-hmm. which is going to effectively force Angel out. Yeah. And dissipate. dissipate. And he's like, I'm going to put you in Angel's body and um, you're going to reverse the financial thing. Yes. And then you can just have the body. Yeah. And so Spike is like, great. And so he sets it up and he like puts Angel down. He sticks his hand in Angel's tongue and then he absorbs Spike. And then Spike is like, Actually, I'm going to just chill in here. Yeah. And stays in the necromancer's body. And then they fight. And Angel throws the necromancer <laughs> on a table. That You think the necromancer's dead. He pops right back up and it's just it's like <laughs> fighting. But he's like really good at fighting all of a sudden. He is. It's weird. <laughs> and then Angel chops off his head. And it's Spike's head. And he's like, oh, man, I was just getting started. And Angel's like, wait, that was you? <laughs> okay, that was kind of funny. That was funny. And, and Spike's like, yeah, he's been dead since he hit the table. Yeah. I was just, I just wanted to beat you up. <laughs> I did like that. Okay, that twist was fun. Yeah. Um, they're, they're cute. They are cute together. And that's the thing. Like, I generally, overall, if you look back at the series in, like, the big world sense. Yeah. It makes Spike's sacrifice less, and I respect mm-hmm. the writers less for refusing to just let him have that end. Yeah. But I do think he is a good addition to Angel, and yes. I think he is... I like that he provides kind of a fun contrast to, like, Angel's style of having a soul. Yes, and I think he challenges Angel, because not only does he... Because, like, the other ones have disagreed with him, but they all, like, believe that he's a really good guy and mm-hmm. like but spike is over it yeah and even like if it came down to blows angel would win but maybe not with spike if spike had a physical form yeah so it's kind of like i don't know i feel like and their history and i don't know like just their general like they're okay with their resting state being disagreeing yes they're more comfortable than they than they would be if they were in harmony yeah so i like that and I also like seeing how Spike interacts with, like, other team members, too. Yes. I think he's a fresh thing. I agree that in, jet, like, in the overarching thing, it takes away from the sacrifice that he made. Yet, because the sh- two shows are so separate, I think I'm okay with it. It would be much worse to me if it was Buffy season eight and they just brought him back immediately. Horrible. I would be so mad. I would be so mad. That's well, the thing. He's yeah. not doing... His story with Buffy... Is done. that time. Is done. You yes. know what I mean? It's like yeah. the Buffy verse is done show wise. Well, and the show Buffy, and I know poor people who like don't care about Buffy, but listen up. <laughs> um, the show Buffy really 
like ended. Mm-hmm. That story is over. Yeah. So this is a story about like two guys who loved her at different times, but that's not what it's about. Yeah. She's something they have in common, but she's not. She's not involved. Yeah. She, she doesn't, doesn't care. Cast- she's off in Europe. Yeah. Well, she's going off bacon. <laughs> she's becoming the woman that she needs to be. Yeah. She's it's figuring true. things out. She's doing whatever the hell she wants. Yeah. For the first time in a long time. Yeah. And great. Good for her. Yeah. Hopefully she's having like meaningful conversations with Giles that she didn't have on her show. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. That would be so funny if they like flew to Europe together and uh, like sitting next to each other. Yeah. Just had a heart to heart for They're like, you know, we really didn't have a heart to heart before we almost all died. Good thing we survived. So we <laughs> could talk. have some closure. <laughs> Let's talk for 10 hours. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I do like seeing Spike on the show. Uh, and then, wait, how does this one end? This one ends with uh, Spike coming to Fred and right. saying, Fred, I'm starting to lose it mm-hmm. and I don't want to go because where I'm going, it's essentially, it's like, I'm going to hell and I don't want to go to hell. Yeah. it's I'm scared of going to hell. So can you, can you help me? Mm-hmm. And she's just like, oh. Yeah, she's like, a project. I like projects. Yeah, so I did. I liked that too. And again, James Marsters is great. And he really delivers there. Oh, absolutely. And it's like, you do feel for him. You're like, God, I kind of don't want Spike to go to hell either. Like, yeah. that's horrible. And I like the difference in like, why, because if you look at who they are, mm-hmm. Angel and Spike, like Spike admits, like he's like, I'm a selfish guy. And so the, their motivations for, like, wanting to do good, mm-hmm. too, are, I like that they contrast so much. Because it's like, Angel's yes. like, I deserve punishment and I must atone. Yeah. And Spike's like, I don't want to go to hell. <laughs> so. <laughs> and he, but he's also like, I don't want to go to hell. But while I'm here, I will probably help you guys fight bad guys. Yeah. He's like, if I'm here, I'm going to help fight bad guys. Fine. Yeah. But, Yeah. He's not as caught, like his version of being a vampire with a soul is much less self-flagellating. Which can get tiresome. And so I'm glad that we have this like, yes, refreshing. Again, these two episodes are so refreshing. I love yes. seeing them in Wolfram and Hart. Um, we, yeah. Two thumbs up. Yeah. Two thumbs up. And I know that we were complaining a lot about things, but overall, like, yeah. it was not a slog. It was not a slog. Like I would have watched more episodes. You would have yeah. watched more episodes. No, it's fun. The show is fun in a way it hasn't been in a while. It wasn't fun for so long. And now we're finally seeing that kind of like. (laughs) And I'm excited for more Monsters of the Week. Yep. More Monsters of the Week. More like weird bureaucracy running up against. Yeah. Desire to help people. Like I'm into all of it. Yeah. More gun in suits. Like what more? Come on. Great. More Nazi. Uh yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to keep going. Just non-spoiler, I'm excited for things that happen in this uh, in this season too. It'll be yeah. really fun. Yeah. Uh great. Um any we don't have anything else, right? I think we nailed it. Nailed we it. We really like came in t- strong. We got hit all our points. Um, yeah. Um yeah. Yeah. Great. Cool. Well, thank you so much for tuning in, you guys. Uh if you want to sh- follow our show on Instagram and Twitter at @hellmouthy if you want to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelly Nugi, K-E-L-L-Y-N-U-G-E-E. If you want to follow Ryan, Armogi, R-M-O-G-G-E. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. And we're, we're coming right back with some more Angel next week. Yeah, you don't have to wait an extra week. <laughs> yeah. You they, just have to wait seven days 
Yeah. And then ba-boom, another, another installment. Yeah. And we're going to be talking... Um, we're going to talk about episodes three and four of the fifth season. Yes. Unleashed and Hellbound. Ooh. So watch those. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Later. Skater?